0: Welcome, everyone, to this third episode of the Cool Guy Podcast. This is your host, Marvin, and I know what you're thinking. You thought that I was done. You thought, oh, man, like just three episodes, actually two plus a special one, and that's it. He called it quits. But no, I am back. There's been so much going on. Um, Just (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you guys, right? And this is the point of the podcast, but I was kind of in a little funk, We just here in Portland, Oregon had um, a week ago, two weeks ago, we had an ice storm. And, you know, we had like a few inches of ice out on the road, shuts everything down. You know, ice isn't like snow and snow. You can get around if you have chains, you know, um, you can drive around if the snow is compacted. But when there's ice, uh, it really makes it a lot more dangerous. Um, I'm sure there's people that are going to disagree and that's fine. But in my opinion, ice uh, makes things more dangerous to get around Everything seems to shut down around the city. And that's exactly what happened. Received a few inches of ice and everything shut down, you know, um, to the point where I missed a few days of work. Uh, Thankfully, they, you know, in my case, if I had some scheduled shifts, they were going to excuse that absence and even pay us, which was great. Fantastic. Praise God for that. But then um, we also canceled our in-person celebration on Sunday. And we had to meet online. We had a Zoom, or actually, I think we connected live, right? We connected live live on Facebook and YouTube the way that we used to do it back in COVID. And then um, the ice was so bad, or we got hit with a second round that, you know, on Tuesdays, we usually have a a meeting at church too, and we had to suspend that. And we only did it via um, Zoom, Wednesday, we have our uh, Bible study, our house of bread, and we were not able to make it in person for that, and we had to do it via Zoom also. Having said all of that, it brought back a lot of memories with COVID, you know, um, being uh, forced to shut down, being forced to stay home, not being able to go to work, not being able to see anybody or go to the grocery store. I mean, You all remember, right? You all remember what COVID was like and how you felt not being able to be a free person and go where you wanted, when you wanted, how you wanted. It affected a lot of people, right? Um, Maybe it didn't affect me so much then because I actually, I'm a homebody. So I enjoyed being home. I enjoyed being able to spend a lot more time with my family uh, I actually didn't miss that much work either. Uh, we were very fortunate that we were able to continue operating because I was working in construction back then. So we were working on a lot of projects that were um, that were essential and we were able to continue to work as long as we were following some guidelines. So maybe that's why it didn't affect me so much. Um, you know, I was you know, we have a really close relationship with my in-laws. And, you know, we had a lot of opportunities to see them, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law. So, you know, I feel like it didn't affect me so much then. I finally, finally was able to watch the whole series of all the Marvel movies. I started from the beginning. You know, you know, there's a certain I don't know if you knew this, but I didn't know this until COVID. But there's a certain way that you're supposed to watch all of the movies, so that everything makes sense. Well, I had never done that. I had only watched, you know, some of the movies, bits and pieces of others, and I never saw the or I think I saw Endgame, but I never saw the one after, like the the final final one. Um. Anyways, the point is, I was able to watch all of that. So yeah, I I, I enjoyed being home during COVID. And obviously, let's not forget the stimulants checks, right? A lot of, <laughs> a lot of us benefited from having extra checks uh, coming in the mail. And um, yeah, man, it, it wasn't, thank God for us, as bad as it may have been for some of you that are listening. I know some of you probably lost some loved ones or know somebody that um, lost some loved ones. And and yeah, man, I'm, I'm really sorry about that. But thankfully for me, it wasn't so bad. Now, this time around with the whole ice thing, you know, being shut down just for a week or, you know, a few days, whatever it was, it affected me. It affected me. Um, I didn't like the feeling of not being able to go to church. I didn't like the feeling of not being able to go to work. We couldn't even go outside to the store. Like, I mean, when, when there's ice, I mean, you're slipping and sliding all over the place. And, you know, for you know, we wanted to be safe, so we were not driving anywhere, you know, and it it affected me, you know, thinking about having to only do online church or having only Zoom meetings again. Like I didn't like it. I did not like it one bit. And then on Thursday, so this happened all during a week, but then Thursday finally, like it looked like the temperature was rising, the rain was falling, and a lot of the eyes started to thaw out. I was able to get out to the store, but I went to the store, to the grocery store in pajamas like I hadn't showered. Like, I, again, I'm being open with you guys. Right. So please don't judge me too hard. But I just kind of got in a funk. Like I know my wife said that she didn't like seeing me the way that I was. And yeah, honestly, I didn't like seeing myself the way that I was. Like I was just in a funk. Like I, I guess I got sick of being home because Later that night, I was scheduled to go to work and I went to work, man, and I felt good. I was working, you know, it just felt free again. So I don't know how many of you were affected, um, you know, by the ice storm and the emotions or the memories that I brought back, but I hope that you were able to shake it off. You know, I, I pray that you were able to enjoy that moment, that week, those days, you know, and, and was able to relax and rest and and all of that, because a lot of you guys listening, you needed that. I'm sure you're all like, man, like I was, you know, you didn't have the the you didn't have the the results that I had because of it, right? You didn't have you didn't experience it the way that I did. But for me, yeah, I was in a funk for a few days and that made me fall behind on my podcast. I actually recorded an episode. But I did it, as we say in Spanish, de mala gana, that it was like, eh, like, yeah, like I had nothing that I wanted to talk about. I just wanted to be consistent. But then it was like, nah, man, like that's not fair to you guys. You know, um, thankfully, you know, there's uh, quite a few of you that have subscribed that are, and are listening, you know, uh, on a weekly basis. So I didn't want to just put anything together and just throw it out there just to fill in space. Like, I I, I respect your time and I appreciate the time that you guys spend listening to, to this podcast. And, you know, I didn't want to do that to you guys. So I decided to just not put it up. And finally, you know, a week later, here we are connected again. And now we're back in a rhythm. We're, you know, back into the swing of things. And I am excited. So... I'm excited to share with you guys that uh, most likely for the next episode, uh, I will have a new co-host. Yeah, you heard it here, man. The funds are so good that I was able to hire on. A co-host? No, I'm just kidding, man. There's no funds. Everything is everything is by faith, you know. Now, if you want to contribute something so that we can have funds, it will be greatly appreciated. If you wanted to do that, you can send me a message if that's the case, and I can give you some information about that. Now, <laughs> that wasn't the point of this, I promise. Uh, the point was that I'm gonna have a new co-host uh, starting next week, so that means I had to order uh, a new microphone and whatnot. So. It's not going to get here until I believe next Thursday or Friday, so I'm probably going to record the next episode over the weekend so that you guys can meet the new co-host and hopefully there's a new dynamic. Uh, Well, I know there there will be a good dynamic. I know that we have things that we can talk about and uh, yeah, I hope that you guys are excited about that just as much as I am. So that's going to be coming up really quick something else that happened and I don't want to get too much into it right now because I do want to invite my brother for a lot of you that probably didn't know. I do have a brother, an older brother, and he recently went through something that he went through something that is like story worth, like it should be on a movie. Um It's just one of those, you know, emotional family reunion type of things. And, And uh, I want to invite him to come on so that he can talk about it, because I feel like many of us have gone through similar situations and maybe we haven't known how to deal with it or we haven't or maybe we want to reach out to somebody, you know, somebody in your family and you just don't know how to do it or, you know, how you're going to feel or what people are going to think or whatever the case may be. Uh, He went through something that is awesome and i want to invite him to to come on and and be able to share his story and i know it's gonna bless you guys man it it he came over the other day and and he was talking to me about everything that happened and i gotta say man like i i i felt emotional like in a good way um yeah, we. I guess we're just gonna have to leave it at that. Just know that it's a good thing, and I'm 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 gonna talk to him about coming on. Uh, so you can expect that podcast with him. I know it's gonna bless you. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited for going to Florida here in the uh, end of February. Um, many of you may not know, but my parents are pastors and they live in Florida currently. Um, they live in Fort, or I think the closest big city is West Palm Beach. So I'm going to be going there at the end of the at the end of February. I'm excited because I get to spend some time with them. Uh, My mom has some, you know, um, doctor appointments where she needs somebody to drive her around. And I think she just needed somebody that, you know, loves her and 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 she trusts to be with her. And honestly, I think my parents are getting to the point where, you know, obviously they're older. And actually, my mom's birthday is coming up on February the 28th. She's going to be turning, um, I got to double check, but I want to say she's going to be 71, 72. So she's definitely getting older. You know, her body is responding differently. She had a fall in Guatemala. We were recently in Guatemala, and while we were out there, she fell from a deck, and that came to add a lot more pain to her body, to her arm, to her legs. And she's had a lot of different appointments. Uh, If you have an older parent or both of your parents that are older, you know, you know, the you know how it feels to to in a way feel helpless, you know, about how they feel. You know, you may have your parents close and you may see firsthand, you know, what they're going through. You take them to the doctor, you take them to their appointments. But in a way, I mean, you still feel helpless because you yourself can't do anything to take away the pain. Right. So I kind of felt that way a little bit, too, knowing that, you know, she's been experiencing a lot of pain and I'm glad that she has doctor appointments. I'm glad that she's, you know, using the medicine that's out there uh, to better her her health. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited that, you know, I'm going to be able to spend some time with her. So that's going to be coming up at the end of February. But I'm more excited that she's going to be coming home with me and she's going to be staying here with us. I don't know. I hope for at least a month. Right. Um, We have. Well, she has grandkids here, not just my three daughters, but my brother has his son and she has great grandkids now. And, you know, everybody gets excited when they when she comes into town. So we're excited for that. We're going to have a little birthday celebration for her here. Don't tell her, though, because it's a surprise. All right. So pretend like you didn't hear that. Don't go posting it on social media and ruin it for me. But uh, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to do that. And I'm excited that she's going to come and spend some time with my kids, spend some time with me, my wife, and excited for that to come. That's going to be in the end of February. Um, so yeah. Anyways, um, something that happened that I <laughs> that I wanted to talk about today. Um, I still crack up thinking about it, and I've already told the story a few times. Um, but for all of you that haven't heard this story, I hope that you're able to to see the. That you're able to see the the good side of it because it it was hard at first, but, you know, I thank God that, you know, everything works for good the way that the Bible says. But I've been working at Amazon now at a distribution center here in Portland for the almost a year. It's going to be a year, I believe, in March. And I've been working there. Um, I love it. I love working at this warehouse. Uh, I've never worked at a warehouse before. And I don't know how I went so long without working in a warehouse. I've worked in so many different jobs. I've worked in construction, mainly in customer service. I've done credit card collections. I've worked at a body shop. Um, Yeah, I've done a lot of things. I've worked as a, what do they call it, as a... as a pharmacy technician, I've worked on the insurance side of things. I mean, yeah, I, I, I've i done a lot of things. But one of the things that I never went into was working in a warehouse. Like that's a whole different dynamic. It's a whole different type of, of work that 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 is required. And one of the biggest things is obviously you're standing on your feet. You know, you're on concrete the whole time. Uh, it can be very repetitious. But I like it. I really have enjoyed my time working at Amazon. I've met a lot of really great people. And if you're one of them, you're listening, shout out to you because you've made my experience at Amazon so much more uh, enjoyable. So shout out to you guys. Thank you for being such good friends. Um, But so, okay, so I work in a warehouse. And if you can try to imagine this, right, this is going to be bad uh, podcasting. Right. But try to imagine this. Okay, there is a big warehouse in Delta Parkway in downtown Portland where flex drivers show up. Now, what is a flex driver? A flex driver is somebody that works through Amazon to deliver packages, but they use their own cars. So they're like contracted through Amazon to pick up routes that are already made, and they just go and distribute the packages that you and I order. So that's it. That's what a flex driver is. So for the most part, flex drivers, you know, they they show up on one quarter of the warehouse is dedicated to them. We call that area dispatch. And they show up and they... um pick up their routes, everything is through, you know, a mobile, um, everything is done through their phone. So, um, you know, they have a route on their phone, they check in, they pick it up, they scan it, and then they pack it into their car and they leave. A lot of them have gotten really uh, smart and they, they plan out their route because that's one thing it's not planned out it just tells you here are your packages here's the first stop second stop third stop but then if you just throw everything in your car you're going to be going through every single package until you find the one that you're going to deliver at that moment so a lot of these guys or gals what they do is they take the packages they see where it is in their route and then they put a number on it so that they know how to organize according to how their their route is 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 made Okay, um, they go into the warehouse, and then on the left and on the right of this warehouse, it's nothing but wall. I mean, this is a huge warehouse that we work at, okay? So you go in through the, through the door, uh, the double doors, the sliding door, and then to the left, there's nothing but wall. On the right, there's nothing but wall. And a lot of them have been accustomed to grabbing their routes, and then they do that planning that I just mentioned there inside of the warehouse, which was you were able to do that before. Not until recently during the holidays that they stopped allowing access for that to be done because there was a lot of theft that went on during the holidays. I mean, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars that were stolen because there was really no there was really no control. Like you can't possibly see everybody that checks in. You can't possibly verify every single route that's there. So. It was easy. That's the way I see it. I, I I see like it was an easy target for a professional, you know, somebody that that definitely sought it out. They did their homework and they're like, man, like this is an easy thing. So they started there was a lot of theft during the holidays. So now they don't allow these drivers to stay in the warehouse. Like they pick up the route and now they have to go. Well, now they've been delegating certain employees along with the security that's there to verify the route to make sure that what they have on their phone matches the cart that they have with them, number one, as a a source of security. But then number two, they have uh, those same people that are checking the routes walk around and tell the drivers that they are no longer allowed to be in there. Now, if this was a beautiful sunny day in the spring or the summer, I'm sure that that news would be a lot easier to take, right? But we live in the Pacific Northwest. We live in a season where there's a lot of rain and not just like a light drizzle. Like, I mean, you guys know it pours. It pours out here. You know, it comes down really hard at times. And the times that they pick up these packages starts from 3.15 in the morning. So it's dark, it's raining, it's cold. They don't want to be out there, right? Right. So I was given the the responsibility of telling these drivers that well number one, I had to check their routes, but in the middle of that, you know somebody else was also checking routes so that I can walk around and tell drivers, hey, you're not supposed to um, count your your packages inside of the warehouse you have to go. The minority of them respect what you say the first time and they just you know maybe don't like it, but they go you know they they, they follow the the, the policies. And then there's others that will definitely give you resistance or give you a piece of your mind, of their mind, I should say, but they go, right? Kicking and screaming, but they go. And then there's others that, you know, (laughs) like this one incident that I had, I, uh, you know, so everybody lines up, right? There's one, two, three, four, five different drivers that are all lined up. And when I approach that group of drivers that was to the left of the entrance, There was one person first, right? And that's the first person that you're going to talk to. And I said, hey, man, you know, I'm really sorry to say, but you're not allowed to count your packages in here. And right away, this person blew up on me. Right away, this guy was like, you cannot tell me what to do. And I was like, "Um, yeah, you're right. Like, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm just reminding you of the policies that are now in place. And one of them is that you have to get your, your route and you have to go out and put them into your car or do whatever you want to do, but you have to do it out here. Well, it's raining outside. I'm like, no, I understand that, and I feel terrible that you have to go do that, but, I mean, that's the policy. Well, why don't you tell everybody else that's doing that the same thing? And I said, and I am, you know, it just so happens that you're the first person that I approach. So you're the first person that's listening to this. And then I'm going to move on to the next person. Well, he's like, well, you can't tell me what to do. And you're a F and a hole. You can fill in the blanks with, you know, and and make sense of uh, decipher what I'm saying. And I was just like, oh, my God, like I couldn't believe that we were having this interaction. Like, I mean, he got really aggressive and real defensive, like from the get go. So I was like, look man, like, you know, these are the two options that you have. You can either take your cart and go outside and follow the policies or we can take your cart and we can just cancel it. We can cancel your route because number 1, you're being really aggressive over the policies that are in place and I'm just trying to remind you of them so that you can implement them. And number 2, like you're you're getting you're getting um what was the word? You're getting um you're basically you know i was letting him know that he was being very explosive and he's like you can't tell me what to do go tell them go tell them and i'm like listen like i'm gonna tell them it's just you're the first one that i speak to like he wasn't getting that concept that i was gonna talk to everyone but it just so happens that he was the first one in line so i spoke to him first like he wasn't understanding that i think he thought that i was trying to to just uh pick on him right and that i wasn't gonna talk to anybody else so Long story short, man, like, he was being very difficult, and he was like, yeah, go ahead, take my route, take my route, I need to know who your manager is, because I need to tell them that you're a, you know, F and a-hole, and da-da-da-da-da, and I'm just like, yeah, man, like, you know, you can talk to my manager, that's fine, they know that we're doing this, like, you know, that's where we're receiving our, our instructions from, so I took, you know, the card, I took it to where my manager was, and, you know, I... I don't know what I was thinking, you know. Here I'm trying to calm the situation. Here I'm trying to help this guy and I said, you know, um if you don't like the policies that Amazon has in place, there's a lot of other places that are hiring. Now, I know what you're thinking like why would you say that, right? But in that moment, I didn't have the type of like I wasn't trying to be sarcastic. I wasn't trying to get under this guy's skin. Like I was actually being legit. Like I was being um I was trying to be the voice of reason. Like I really was not trying to escalate the situation, even though it sounds like that. I mean obviously now thinking about it, I would not have said that again. But I said that, you know, I said it and oh my God. He stood up in front of the cart that I was pushing and he's like don't tell me what to F and do. Don't tell me what to F and do. You can't tell me what to do. And I was just like like I had No other reaction but to laugh like and not laugh because, you know, I thought it was funny. I laughed because I was nervous, not at what he could do or say, but I was I feel bad for this guy. I feel bad that this guy had such a response to authority, such a response to instructions that were being said And he felt singled out. He felt like he was getting picked on. I mean, that's that's what I imagine, you know. So what kind of trauma had he experienced that made him this explosive person that he was reflecting? And I was just kind of, you know, nervously laughing. And I'm like, you know, just I'm sorry that you feel that way about me. I'm like, I promise you I'm not an a-hole, you know, (laughs) maybe, maybe some people might think that I am, but I'm really not. I was like, I'm just, you know, I actually was trying to help you, but you know, just, yeah, man, I'm just going to pass you off to, to my manager and, uh, we'll just leave it at that. So he ended up leaving. I ended up doing what I was supposed to do. And then my manager comes up to me and he's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm good, man. He's like, all right. Like, you know, like, Did did that get you, like, heated or, you know, like, how do you feel? I'm like, no, like, I feel good. I'm not upset. I'm not, like, I'm good. I'm good. He's like, okay, because he said that uh, he was going to leave and he was going to take his route, but he wanted me to tell you that you're an (laughs) a-hole. And I just laughed, right, and he laughed, and I'm like, ah, I think he mentioned it enough to me. Um, but obviously it wasn't enough because he needed my manager to tell me whatever right so then I go back to where the door is to where everybody comes in and out and the other girl that was working with me she's like man like that escalated quickly I'm like I know I know I'm like I don't know you know what he thought like but yeah he was really upset she's like yeah I don't know if he told you this but he wanted me to tell you that you're a nail And then I laughed again and I was like, dang, like, like I ruined this person's day. Like he probably left that day and he was really upset. Like, I don't know what that provoked in him, but obviously his day was messed up. And then I just, you know, reflected and it was like, man, like, I'm glad that I was not able to escalate it more. I know he thought that I I was, and yes, I probably would not have said what I said, and I would probably just keep keep quiet more than try to resolve it, because at that point, I mean, what is there really to say that's going to make somebody feel better, right? Um, at that point, he just wanted to stay inside, not be wet, not be cold, and do what he wanted to do so he can leave, right? I, I get that. But I'm thankful that I was able to stay calm, number one. Uh, number two, I I felt compassion for this guy I felt compassion for him um, because who wants to be explosive like that who wants to get so worked up over Amazon packages right I mean I know those packages are important to you they're important to me and I want to get them when I'm supposed to get them but I'm not that invested in a package you know and like I said, I know this guy wasn't either. I mean, I know that wasn't the the underlining issue. The issue here was something else, something deeper, something, you know, it's an issue of the heart, you know, something that he experienced at some point in his life that programmed him to get that way when somebody was trying to impose authority over him. You know, probably he was abused by authority. So I get that. But I felt a lot of compassion for him. And then I just remember, you know, that. The Bible talks about us being um, – being. the Bible talks about us being um, – what's the word I'm trying to – I completely drew a blank. The Bible says that we're going to receive mistreatment, that we're going to be, you know, treated badly because of Jesus. But then I was like, okay, but I didn't talk to this guy about Jesus, right? Like, I mean, we didn't even talk about that, so why – Yeah, like why, Holy Spirit, are you telling me, you know, that people, why are you trying to make these two things, uh, associate these two things? And then, you know, I, I, I heard the Holy Spirit saying because, you know, because Jesus is in your heart, speaking to me, because Jesus is in your heart, that's why you didn't get heated. That's why you didn't want to talk back to him the way he was talking to you. And that's why you felt compassion. That's why you felt bad for this person. And I said, yeah, like, like you're right, you know, and I pray for this guy wherever he's at, man. I pray that he finds peace. I pray that he knows that he's loved. I hope that he is able to forgive the people that did him harm. And I hope that, you know, he's able to seek help, right, for for being so explosive, like the anger management. Um, And I don't know if there's anybody listening today that maybe can identify, on either end, whether you can identify as being in the position of this guy and, and getting so heated over something that now that you think about it was so silly. I just want to remind you that you there's somebody that can help you. You know, yes, there are therapists, there are counselors. Um, shoot, you and I can even talk about it. And I'd love to, you know, give you some advice. Um, there's pastors that you can speak to. And they're all going to give you, you know, tools so that you can get those things under control. But ultimately, Jesus is the one that can really, really heal your heart. He is the one that can take away any pain. It doesn't matter how long it's existed in there, but he is the only one that can remove it. He is the only one that can make a difference. And believe me, I'm, I'm saying this from experience. I'm not just, you know, selling you something that I don't believe in myself. Like I've accepted Jesus into my heart and I know the different areas of my life that he's worked in and continuously he's working on, you know. And I back in the day, I would we probably would have gotten in a fight, like seriously, like the way he was talking to me, like my blood would have been boiling and I would have been, you know, talking about his mom or, you know, just finding a reason for us to throw down, man. But I thank God that 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 didn't happen I was calm. I was, you know, he didn't take my peace. He didn't take my, you know, my like I had a good night, man. Like, you know, it didn't affect me. Um, And if you're that person that's experienced something like that, where somebody has, you know, basically said this and that to you and you just took it. God bless you, man, because, you know, um, that is evidence and those are fruits that the Holy Spirit are in us and that jesus is in us and that doesn't make us better than anybody else by any means okay because there are things that you're probably better at than i am at controlling but in this particular instance you know i thank god that that is something in my life that he has worked on and we have been able to control it so god bless you guys man you know and and don't take things so personal you know bless the person that is doing wrong to you or the person that's mistreating you the person that's making you feel like you're going you're enduring a a tribulation pray for that person bless that person kill them with kindness man smile you know and just um and just pray that they're able to get the help that they need so anyways i just wanted to share that story with you guys and um that's we're gonna go ahead and wrap things up like I said, next week we're going to go ahead and have a new co-host, which I'm really excited about. I want to have my brother on so that, you know, he can share his his testimony and and what, you know, recently is going on in his life. I know it's going to bless you. I know it's going to be something really good, and I want to I want to be able to use this platform to promote or put out, you know, kingdom-minded people that will bless you i i want to use this platform uh as a as a way that you can be encouraged and i want to have people on that can encourage you that are kingdom minded and will be a blessing to you so that being said if you know someone that is a kingdom minded um business owner or somebody that works in a certain area that's kingdom minded and you think like man like you know this person can can definitely uh, be a blessing. Let me know who they are. Obviously, I'm thinking of like my wife and my sister in law, C and J. I, I, last time I mentioned my brother in law uh, with Metron Fitness. I mentioned um, the Girls Verse uh, Voice and Virtue. I believe is the name of their their podcast. And you know, like these are people that are out there that are kingdom minded, that are doing things to expand the kingdom of heaven. How through jewelry? You probably asked, right? But every time that they go and and they meet clients, you know, um, they 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 are probably not openly praying for these people. But I know that every encounter that they have, if there's an opportunity to to talk about the gospel and share the good news of Jesus. I know that they take advantage of it. And that's what I mean. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you're out there, um, um, selling and you're out there closing deals and every single one of them has to be Jesus centered. No, no, no. Like a lot of times without us even having to say the name Jesus our our other people are going to know it just by the way that we carry ourselves by the way that we are, you know, they're, they're going to be able to notice something different about us. And, and If that opportunity ever comes up, they're going to be like, man, like I knew there was something different about you. And if you ever open up and you're like, yeah, well, actually, you know what? I'm Christian and I have Jesus in my heart. And then it's like, oh, okay, it makes sense. So yeah if you know somebody you know that is kingdom minded that is operating in a business in their own personal business or you know maybe they have a podcast or a musician or whatever the case may be they work in a in a in a in a industry where you know you know that people can be blessed send that information to me so i can reach out to these people and hopefully have them on this podcast so that they can bless you so all right guys Thank you so much for tuning in again. Officially, this is the third episode. I know that there's four episodes out, but officially, this is the third one. The other one was a special um, uh, sports-related podcast, which I'm still not sure if I want to continue to do that i know the super bowl is right around the corner and yes i'm gonna brag even here that all my picks were right on and i was right about taylor swift and travis kelsey so if you want to see if you want to hear about all that go check it out it's the cool guy podcast with a special sport uh sports twist jesus twist uh listen to that but thank you again for tuning in thank you for listening and stay tuned for everything that's to come Guys, God bless you. I'm, I'm praying for you. You got this. Keep going, and we'll see you next time.